Welcome to... You're listening to The Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Oh, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Wrestling Takeover. This is episode 231. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. The Blueprint. Y'all know the podcast, Blueprint. Creativity. Honesty. That's what you guys will be getting today. We got a lot of news to get to. I'm so happy to be up here and doing another edition of the podcast. And we're going to kill it, so... Before I get into the news, be sure to subscribe on all available podcast platforms of the Wrestling Takeover, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. Speaking of Spotify, speaking of Apple Podcast, if you guys can please rate the podcast five stars, I would really appreciate it. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for the continued support. Thank you to everyone that is continuously listening to what I have to say each and every episode. Social media. Follow the, uh, follow me on Instagram, at The Wrestling Takeover. Follow me on Twitter, at JT Takeover. And lastly, before we get right into the news, because that is what we're going to start with, towards the end of the podcast... WWE needs to hear what I have to say. I have a lot that I want to get off my chest. It's going to be a passionate. It's going to be a real heartfelt message to Vince McMahon and World Wrestling Entertainment. They need to hear what I have to say. Now, let's get right into the news. There's a lot of news, y'all. There's a lot of news. I'm happy about it. And there's a lot to get to. So we're going to kick things off from Shane McMahon. There's some news on Shane McMahon. There's multiple news reports on Shane McMahon. This comes from WrestlingNews.co. Make sure you guys go and check them out. So the report says this. Major backstage heat on on, uh, Shane McMahon, excuse me. For trying to book WWE Royal Rumble around him. I was pretty surprised when I heard this. And uh, let's read it and check it out. What the report says. Shane McMahon made his return at WWE Royal Rumble. And while he got a good pop from the crowd who attended the show. There were people backstage who were upset about how McMahon handled things behind the scenes. Leading up to the show. Ringside News reports that there is a substantial amount of heat on Shane, who was also given the role of lead writer and producer of the men's Royal Rumble match. Before I continue, Shane McMahon, listen to me. You were the writer. You were the head producer of that men's Royal Rumble match. That was one of the worst Royal Rumble matches I've ever seen. So, Shane McMahon, you're not creative. Shane McMahon, put down the pen. Put down the pencil. And Shane McMahon, 
Get off creative. Thank you. The report continues. One source on the creative team reportedly said that McMahon, quote, openly buried Jamie Noble and that he tried to book the Royal Rumble match around himself. It was also noted that McMahon, conversely, and he was admired about putting himself over. Wow. It was described by Ringside News that, quote, he was fighting with people to do so. The Ringside News source that McMahon had the entire locker room angry after he was, quote, fighting with everyone and booking himself in the final group of wrestlers left in the match. A source reported that, quote, when McMahon is impactful in the Royal Rumble, that Biggie or Owens, even people who don't normally complain, are complaining loudly today. So people don't not really complain are suddenly complaining now. What does that say about those people? The report ends with the final four in the men's Royal Rumble were Brock Lesnar, Bad Bunny, Drew McIntyre, and Shane McMahon. I will give you guys my opinion. I mean, I'm just going to follow it up with Shane McMahon, you're fucking stupid. Shane McMahon, put down the pen, put down the pencil. Stop doing creative. All right. That's a typical McMahon move, putting themselves over. And then there are people saying Shane McMahon should run world wrestling entertainment. If this is what's going to happen, if Shane ever ran WWE, I don't want Shane McMahon to run the WWE. There's another news report on Shane McMahon. This one actually comes from Ringside News, the credible Ringside News. This is a WWE exclusive news report. The report states WWE is officially on the road to WrestleMania 38. And all the signs point towards Dallas. That will come with some familiar faces making a return for the show of shows. Shane McMahon returned at the WWE Royal Rumble as an entrant in the men's Rumble match. He also produced the match and was the lead writer, like I said, backstage heat, as they pointed here. It turns out Vince McMahon's son is going to be around for a bit longer. Of course, it's WrestleMania. He's always around. He needs that paycheck. And he's a McMahon, so he's going to be front row seat. The report continues. WrestleMania is coming up, and that always brings special appearances. Shane McMahon included. Shane O'Mac is known to show up for a program leading up to a blow-off match at the grandest stage of them all. This year will be no different. Ringside News acts around Shane McMahon's WrestleMania status, and we were told that, quote, he's scheduled for Mania. It was not noted to us exactly what those plans are, but odds are fans will see that story take shape real soon. I got an idea for Shane McMahon. It's not going to happen, but I'm going to pitch my idea involving Shane McMahon in a second. Shane McMahon is known for jumping off high things, even becoming a meme in the process. We will possibly get another big high spot for Shane McMahon as he gets a WrestleMania moment in 2022. That is the report from Ringside News. 
Listen, Shane McMahon. He's a McMahon. He's got to be at WrestleMania. He hasn't been used at all. All of a sudden, WrestleMania comes around and he's being used. Unbelievable. Either way, either way, I'm not going to complain about it too much because there's no point we're getting it. Now, the problem is, and the question is, who does Shane McMahon go one-on-one with at WrestleMania? I tweeted this out last night when I seen Shane McMahon appear, and then I tweeted it out two days ago. Would it be great to see Mustafa Ali versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania? Mustafa Ali wants to get released. We understand that. We see it. He didn't want to be a part of the Royal Rumble, did Mustafa Ali. I would love to see a management type of authority power struggle with Shane McMahon and Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali wants to get his release granted. He wants to get the fuck out of the WWE. Shane McMahon, on the other hand, is going to play the role of Vince McMahon in storyline, but a shoot. He's not going to be like, where are you going? You're not going nowhere. You're not getting released. Play off the real life situation. That's what I'm saying. And mold it into a storyline. I think it could work. That's my creative pitch idea there. The stories of Shane McMahon are over. Next up, we're going to talk about Charlotte Flair. This pissed me off. I just seen the report. I have not read it yet. When I press record, I read the news like when I'm recording the podcast. So I just seen the title and I got pissed off. We're going to go in depth. We're going to read the report. And then I'm going to give you my honest opinions on what I think here. Right off the bat, the title of it pisses me off. This is from Ringside News. Charlotte Flair pushed for WrestleMania match against Ronda Rousey. Charlotte Flair played politics to get this match with uh, Ronda Rousey. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. But Charlotte Flair says she doesn't get a lot of opportunities, though. You don't get a lot of opportunities. You want to play politics. You know, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, before I even continue, I'm sorry. I'm just going to put my opinion out right now before I read the news report. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch should happen at WrestleMania 38. There's actually a news report from Ringside News that the scheduled big-time match at WrestleMania 39, which I'm actually hoping to go to, is Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch in one of the big main events. Why couldn't you do this now? Do it now and get it over with. You could book Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam. You kill two birds with one stone. Both matches happening this year. I don't understand it. No one wants to see Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, man. And if you do, God bless you. But we've seen it already. 
What's the appeal of Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey? You know what the appeal is? Charlotte Flair wants to be in the main event. Charlotte Flair wants that one-on-one -on -one match with Ronda Rousey. She doesn't want to give Becky Lynch that opportunity, but I know there was reports that Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair might meet at WrestleMania. That's been rumored for months now, so it is what it is. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch is more of a bigger time match than Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Now, the report says Charlotte Flair dominated the WWE Women's Royal Rumble until the bitter end. Ronda Rousey made her return to the company and eliminated the Queen to punch her ticket to WrestleMania. Many fans felt the finish was underwhelming, but WWE has been planning for this feud for a while. That's news to me. So, they're thinking long term. I'll give credit to WWE there. You're thinking long term. Great job. Now, this is the long term that I don't give a fuck about, but you're thinking long term. Great job. The report says, it was reported before the World Rumble that the plan for WrestleMania is Charlotte Flair versus Ronda. The road to get there obviously had to go through the Royal Rumble. Ronda got the job done as things will develop between now and then. The idea of a Flair versus Rousey match was heavily pushed by Charlotte Flair herself. There you go. Unbelievable. Charlotte, why do you want to face Ronda Rousey? I understand you guys have a beef dating back to Survivor Series. I get it. But what's the reason for this? Why do you want to face Ronda Rousey? Will you be honest and let us know? Probably not. The idea of a Flair versus Ronda was, again, Charlotte Flair's idea. Fightful Select reported that Flair has been trying to get the feud together for months now. Rousey became a high priority for WWE once the idea uh, caught attention. The other women's title match for WrestleMania looks to be Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. There you go. That was been rumored for months as well. So WWE thinking long term. I like that. These aren't the matches that I would do, but I understand it. It makes sense, especially Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. The two will still start a feud for the Raw Women's title leading up to the grandest spectacle of them all. I can't believe they word these things like this. It's ridiculous. Many fans would rather see Lynch in that spot like me. I want Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. It looks like it's going to happen at WrestleMania 39. It is what it is. And if they're saying that, it's probably going to happen. Unless injuries play a part. We don't know. It's a long time from now. Ronda Rousey is planned to be with the WWE for a year until WrestleMania 39. A feud with Becky Lynch can go down at the following WrestleMania, like I stated, as Ronda Rousey is on her way out. Makes sense. For now, the queen will take on the top former UFC superstar. We will see if any plans change in the lead up to WrestleMania. The road to the Royal Rumble left a bitter taste in many fans in the WWE Universe mouth. I don't know why. I mean, you guys should understand and process 
Now, WWE was planning to do this for a very long time with Ronda Rousey winning the Women's Royal Rumble. Start opening your eyes, please. You guys are smart. You guys know what you guys are talking about. You guys should have known that Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch was probably not going to happen. Charlotte Flair playing politics. That's all this is. That's all this is. Do I want to see it? No. Is it WrestleMania worthy? Yes. But I don't know, man. I don't know. It is what it is. We're getting it, and we're going to all watch together at WrestleMania. It's probably going to be a great match. I'm just not invested. I don't really care. But we'll see. The last news report before I get into what I really want to get to to end the podcast. Matt Riddle. There's a lot of news on Matt Riddle right now, man. A lot of news on Matt Riddle. Now, firstly, this actually started with Russell Votes. I took a picture of it. Russell Votes on Twitter. Make sure you guys go follow them on Twitter. At Russell Votes. They tweeted out. This morning they did. WWE had plans since the pairing began last spring for Riddle versus Randy Orton at SummerSlam, which didn't happen. The plan was on hold off till WrestleMania. I'm told now only a handful of creative members want to split them up with the idea that if the if the match had happened, it should be for the WWE Championship. And then there was a report that came out that Matt Riddle was originally scheduled to win the Royal Rumble. So what you're telling me is Matt Riddle was scheduled to win the Royal Rumble. WWE changed plans at the last minute and Brock Lesnar wasn't even scheduled to win the Royal Rumble. Got it. Number one. Number two. Is Randy Orton going to win the Elimination Chamber and win the WWE title? In Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, inside the Elimination Chamber. Probably, probably, I could see WWE speeding this up. And I could see Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton for the WWE title at WrestleMania. And you know what? I would love to see it. I would love to see that take place for the WWE title. My match for months was Matt Riddle, one of the top matches. That I just felt confident in. To take place at Wrestlemania. This year. Was Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle. I still think it's going to happen. The question is. Will it be for the WWE title? Or will it just be a singles match? Something tells me. That Bobby Lashley is going to lose the WWE title. Randy Orton is going to win that title. And Matt Riddle is going to get an opportunity. To face off against Randy Orton at WrestleMania for the WWE title. And WWE creates a new star with Matt Riddle. I think that idea makes sense. I think it's perfect. And quite frankly, I hope it happens. I do. I hope I hope Randy Orton wins the WWE title. Now, he's only going to hold it for a little bit, but that's fine. As long as it creates Matt Riddle winning the title at WrestleMania, creating a new star, on Monday Night Raw, and then we go from there. I have a feeling that management is thinking that Bobby Lashley is going to be a part-time champion. 
Here's the thing, though. WWE's thinking about a lot of things. I seen another report by somebody credible. Somebody reported that WWE already has a plan in place for the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania. Is it this plan with Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle? I've seen other people say Bobby Lashley is actually going to defend the title in a fatal four-way or something of a triple threat between Big E and Kevin Owens. Where does Seth Rollins go? Does he get out of this that? I'm commenting on that because there was actually a Reddit post that actually listed some WrestleMania matches. And one of the matches was actually Big E versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley. Not sure if Seth Rollins was actually added to that because the screen uh, cut off there. I think he probably was. I think his name was there. If not a triple threat match, I don't want to see that. I'm going to come up with some ideas that I would rather see than Bobby Lashley, Biggie, Bobby Lashley, Rollins, or a triple threat involving Kevin Owens, Fatal 4-Way. Listen, no. No, I don't want to see that. Here are some ideas that I would pick for the WWE Championship. Number one, starting off with Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton. That could be for the WWE title. Another match that I would rather, these are matches that I would rather prefer seeing instead of Bobby Lashley going into WrestleMania. No shade with Bobby Lashley. I'm a big Bobby Lashley fan. But this is WrestleMania. You need to put on the best possible big time matches on WrestleMania's card. Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens is not a big match. That's a raw match. That's a, a B-level, C-level pay-per-view match. Same thing goes for Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. Same thing goes for Big E versus Bobby Lashley. I'm sorry. Fatal four-way triple threat. No, I don't want to see that at WrestleMania. I want to see one-on-one -on -one matches at WrestleMania for these titles. Simple. All right? Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton for the WWE title. That would be my first choice. You want to know what my second choice would be? My second choice would actually be Rollins versus Edge for the WWE title. That's what I would do. I think that would be great. The feud culminating in a title match at WrestleMania. Sign me up for that. I think that would be great. I've seen a report that AJ Styles versus Edge might be happening at WrestleMania. How about Edge versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania for the WWE title? Pretty much what I'm saying is Bobby Lashley as WWE champion is not a good idea. You have better alternatives for WrestleMania. And these matches that I just laid out to you guys right now, these are better matches than Bobby Lashley in the Fatal 4-Way or Triple Threat, whatever you want to call it. So... I would rather see Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton. I would rather see Seth Rollins versus Edge. And I would rather see AJ Styles versus Edge for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. That's my opinion. Now, let's get to the report from Ringside News. They report Randy Orton. There's push within WWE for Randy Orton and Matt Riddle to battle for a top title they didn't say the wwe title but they're they're technically saying it without actually coming out and saying it the report says randy orton's contributes 
to WWE cannot be understand as he has been one of the mainstays of the company for almost 20 years now. Orton went on to solidify himself as one of the greatest superstars in the company's history. It seems the two might engage in a huge feud somewhere down the line. I hope, this is me speaking, I hope it's at WrestleMania. The Viper has been paired with up with Matt Riddle over the past several months and remained one of the highest of Monday Night Raw. They have also gotten closer in real life. That's great to hear. That's cool because both personalities are completely different from one another. So reading that is cool. Randy Orton also previously revealed that he has and was taken aback by Matt Riddle's behavior during their first meeting. I mean, Matt Riddle's different. Matt Riddle is a different cat. So I understand where Randy Orton was coming from. I, I probably would have been a little thrown off as well, but I would be able to adapt to Matt Riddle. He's your partner, so you have to adapt. The reliable wrestle votes took to Twitter and reported that the company wanted to split the two up since SummerSlam last year. Wow, okay. So they wanted to Ben split them up. Some of the creative believe if the two do split up, it will be for the WWE Championship. Here we go. Quote, WWE had plans since pairing began last spring for Riddle versus Orton at, at SummerSlam, which didn't happen. The plan was on hold until WrestleMania. I'm told now not only a handful of creative members want a split with the idea of that match happening, it should be for the WWE title. Randy Orton and Matt Riddle are currently feuding with the Alpha Academy as Team RKO is determined to gain back the Raw Tag Team Championships, which they lost to Alpha Academy earlier this month. It remains to be seen if they will split up or not. They need to be split up. That's what has to happen. They need to be split up. I think I've said enough with the uh, news report of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton, I hope happens, and we'll see what happens. If it's actually for the WWE title, or if it's a straight singles match without no title on the line. Those are all the news for today, for Monday, January 31st, 2022. Thank you guys for joining me. Before I go... We're about to talk about a heartfelt message from me to Vince McMahon and everybody else. I have no notes here. All my notes are deleted now from the news. Here we go. I've been watching WWE since I was five years old. I'm in my mid-20s. World Wrestling Entertainment has been home for me for decades upon decades upon decades. One of my friends DM'd me last night or Saturday after the Royal Rumble and said to me he's done watching WWE. He can't take this anymore. It was bringing up a lot of things that I'm about to bring up right now. Justifiably so. He's frustrated, like a lot of people are frustrated, with the status of WWE. 
I feel like WWE just doesn't know what they want to do anymore creatively. They get spurts here and there where we're like, oh, shit, that's cool. I could get behind that. That's what's up. Great job, WWE. That's rare. That's rare in this breed of WWE now. What have I been telling you guys for months? Once you fix creative, everything else is going to fall into place. Trust me. I still stand by that. They're making so much money. Why do you care? Why do you care how much money they're making? You're not getting any of that. I'm not getting any of that. You know what you guys should be, and all of us, including myself, should be into. It's creative. What we see on TV on Monday, on Tuesday, on Friday, and on occasion Saturdays and Sundays. World Wrestling Entertainment's popularity. I would say it's still there, but it's losing people each and every year. Because of the stunts that they continue to pull. What I'm saying is I'm losing faith in WWE ever being great again. You see, I have an AEW beanie right here. I do. I trust AEW. AEW has given me things that makes me say I'm proud to be a fan of professional wrestling WWE some instances has made me say I'm proud to be a wrestling fan the problem is world wrestling entertainment does what world, what world world wrestling entertainment wants to do they don't care about us they don't they don't care about us the fans it's all about the money to these people. I'm not going to stop watching. All I'm saying is I'm losing faith. In terms of hoping this product becomes great again. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm losing hope. I'm going to still be passionate. I'm going to still be creative. I'm going to still be honest. I'm going to be myself. I love bringing creative ideas to the table to help this fucking company creatively they're awful the ratings are proving that they're awful they're either sinking or they're in a stalemate and they're not moving up really and i'm talking about consistently moving up a couple of numbers it's frustrating man it's frustrating i wasn't mad when ronda rousey won I wasn't mad when Brock Lesnar won. You want to know why? Because I know what I watch. I know I have a creative mind. I knew where WWE was going. But there were people that were shocked. Why were you shocked? Why were you surprised? This is what WWE does. They don't care to create any new stars. Chris Jericho, a couple weeks ago, Said that WWE doesn't create any stars. 
Chris Jericho was acting like nobody's been saying that for years. Not just months, for years. I've been saying it. A lot of people have been saying it. But he was acting like nobody was saying it. I had a problem with that. Jericho. La Champion. We've been saying that for months, man. We've been saying that for months with WWE. How they need to create new stars. And quite frankly, they don't want to create any new stars. And that's one of the problems why the product is sinking creatively. Oh, you think you could do better? Yeah, I could do better. I could. I really could. I have a lot of ideas that I can bring to the table to improve the WWE product. And it's just the little things. It's not anything groundbreaking. It's just the little things. But those little things are going to carry a long way. I heard the word disappointment a lot at the Royal Rumble. And I was one of those people. Was this a a turning of the guards for people to start waking up to what WWE does creatively? Was this a turning point to people saying, you know what? I give up. I'm not watching WWE anymore. Fuck it. I'm done. I'm out. Deuces. Yeah. I, I seen it. I read it. I had people tell me that they're just done watching WWE because they can't take the creative direction that this promotion is sinking. I'm going to go to AEW. I'm going to go to these other promotions and support them and not support the WWE. At the end of the day, I love WWE. I'm not going to stop watching the WWE. But I will always, no matter where I'm at, where the podcast is at, if my dream comes true and I'm a writer for the WWE or a wrestling promotion in general, I'm going to continue to be honest with what I watch from my point of view on TV. I'm going to continue to pitch ideas for WWE to help them creatively. Creative is sinking in this promotion. And it's like no one cares in WWE. Nobody cares. No one's passionate. You know what the Royal Rumble told me as a viewer? Damn, WWE. They have no effort. Damn. WWE really doesn't give a fuck. That's what I felt at the Royal Rumble. I'm being honest with you. I'm not just saying this for shock and all. No. I'm being real. That's how it came off to me on TV. Watching the Royal Rumble. I'm passionate. I'm creative. I know what I'm talking about. WWE. Creatively, they don't know what they're talking about. I bet you. I bet you a hundred bucks. There are writers in WWE that have great ideas that get their ideas shot down. I bet you a hundred bucks. There are writers in WWE that listen and look at what us, the fans say when it comes to our opinions. And they probably look at the ideas that we pitch on a consistent basis. Me being 
one of the top people that do it. I'm in the front of the line. All right. There's probably people in WWE that listen to what we have to say and not read our tweets and read the ideas that we pitch to them. All of our ideas are better than what WWE is doing. All I'm saying is I love WWE. I'm going to continue to watch. I'm going to continue to be honest with what I watch from my point of view. I'm going to continue to be creative in regards to the WWE. All I'm saying is I'm losing faith in WWE. And I don't know if they're going to be great again. I really don't. It's up to them to make the change. Right now, from the reports, just look at the way the you know, the show is run. The same formula. Just look at everything that's going on in WWE on TV. It looks like they don't want to change. And it's depressing. It really sucks. But I'm going to continue to always be right here. Speak the truth. Speak from my point of view. And continue to be the king of creativity. That's the mic drop. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Wrestling Takeover. Be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. I appreciate the support. Thank you guys very much. And I will see you guys next time.